0: Hey how's it going Champagne Sharks? Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning and let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks go there and find it all and you can find where we are on social media our products all that stuff also patreon benefits which includes discord server book club night movie night discussions show notes newsletter and most importantly bonus episodes so definitely become a patron for five dollars a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks and without further ado here is the episode take care Hey, hey, champagne sharks. It's uh, T. I'm here with uh, Kenny and Mario. I guess we just go by alphabetical order and start with Kenny.
1: What up, what up? How's everybody doing? Uh, happy new year, happy
2: holidays. Hope everybody's doing well.
0: And Mario, how's it going? What's going
2: on, everybody? It's me. Yes, I'm still around. I'm here with the fellas. We're getting ready to chop it up, man. From the rafters, like sting. <laughs> yes yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna pull off my mask and my real face is gonna be right?
0: <laughs> that is the best. Meme. I love that meme. Meme ever. Man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. I love that meme. Oh man. Uh, you know, uh, we're gonna talk about the Cat Williams thing, but I think we're gonna end up disappointing a lot of people when we talk about it <laughs> because we've been getting asked about this thing a lot. And um I and not to be to the not to be to the horse. I don't want to keep saying this every time, but you know, like um, I'm not really on so, like, like social media like I used to be. And but what's happened is and this is why I knew something was in the air, people I know who are not into any of this shit who don't even have social media are all sending me like tweets and links and articles and think pieces about the Cat Williams thing and I'm like, like how is this on your radar like you're not black and you're not on social media and you're sending me like you just don't know about any of this stuff and I gotta tell them like look I get that this is blowing your mind but I've been seeing these Cat Williams videos online for like seven years and if you include his stand-up he's been saying variations of this shit since uh, what, what was it was it Pimp Chronicles I think it was yeah Pimp Chronicles yeah yeah I mean he, he, w- he was outing um, um, the professor from the Parkers, you know, is being supposedly gay, casting couch, you know, like, uh, and all this stuff. Like, like, this is old news to me, but I remember when it was even, like, more lively and funny. Like, now, uh, I think uh, Mario, he said that it feels like he's doing the same routine, but on Xanax now. Like, he's just really lethargic about it. But it's it's weird for me to see it not only still get traction, but this is the most I've ever seen it go viral like this beats the Wanda Smith one which I think was the previous record like he keeps returning to this same <laughs> material but in increasingly um, less energetic and less funny and more bitter ways yet somehow it blows up more and more, instead of people getting uh tired of it, and like off air before we started recording, uh, when we were talking about it, we were more interested in what does this say about society and the internet and where we are, more than actually caring about the actual specifics that he's talking about. Like, I think most people want us to go in and weigh in what we think about this thing and that thing. And like, like if you want to go on a casting couch, I don't care, like, what, what, what do I care? It's just your life, like, you know, I'm not if, if somebody is forcing you to do it or whatever. That, yeah, and, that's different. And, and that's raping different. you, that's different. But that's if different. someone gives you a deal, <laughs> it, it, This is something that people kind of forget. There's no God-given right to be famous, you know? If somebody says, hey, if you want to be in this movie, but you got to sleep with me, if there's no gun to your head and there's nothing, it's fucked up. But they didn't force you to sleep with them. They gave you a really... Unethical deal, and you chose to do it. There's always the option of maybe I don't need to be famous right now, or maybe I've got to find another way to be famous. You know, people will tell me, Yeah, well, you know, if you don't sleep with the person, they might blacklist you. I'm like, well, Yeah, they might, but you know, that doesn't mean you have to do it. Like, you can, you, 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 know, you know, like, uh, and they think when I say that, that I'm saying it's fair to be forced to sleep with someone. I'm like, No, what I'm saying is sometimes you get handed a fucked up hand and you've got to choose what is more important my integrity or you know maximizing my 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 fame you know like um like there's always the op because this is the thing that bothers me about these people right that they say oh that's like they're total victims and they've been forced but i'm like okay this person um chose to go in the casting cars they 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 didn't say hey i'm gonna keep trying to get famous but with somebody else and you know whatever or they were afraid of getting blacklisted or whatever but what about all the other people they left open to getting uh the same proposition and the fact that this person get off the hook for years, free to keep sexually pressuring people over and over again, like uh, by not speaking out, you know, by not, by treating gang blacklists like the worst that you can do. They've left so many future vulnerable people to um, the same thing. And the thing is, if this person blew up and say they got really famous, like, like say it worked out for them and, and whatever, would they ever use their newfound power to go? They now never do. You no, know, they they never do. It's it's, never it's always do. the ones who made the deal and it didn't work out for them, and yeah. now you compromise your integrity for nothing, and that's a really fucked up feeling. And I I have empathy for it, but you know we we I don't want to make these people into like total heroes or victims. I don't want to blame them them either but I say all this to say and I think Kenny you brought this up before why do people care so much if Ludacris was on a casting couch if he did it as right. a and he chose to do it you know like that's his that's his life if he's not bitter about it and whatever like like the, people want to act like they care about victims and whatever they like, don't like, They what
1: yeah. they care about what these people care about is the idea that this popular celebrity might be gay yes he, he slept with someone this is my whole thing if that's the life you choose that's fine whatever Ever. But because we're so um, entrenched in celebrity worship and we look want celebrities to be like us for whatever, whatever that means, um, that's the reason why people are so obsessed. Like, even with the whole P. Diddy stuff, I don't believe that people really care about what has happened to these people that are saying that Diddy did something to them. I think people are more obsessed with the simple fact that Diddy might be gay. He might be yeah. bisexual. You know what I'm saying? Because all the stories have pretty much disappeared. Like, we don't hear about him anymore. You know? So... Yeah.
0: Yeah. And especially if you're not naming names, like to me, the only right. reason this is useful is if you want to protect other people from going down the same route. But what do these people always say? Oh, I'm not going to name names of who the producer was, but let me just right, say it was a big right. producer. And ludicrous, <laughs> you'll name the name of the victim. <laughs> like, you know, right. uh, ludicrous. I'll just say it was Illuminati. I won't say who it was, but uh, Ludacris, I'll give his name well sucking a dick it's like okay you he's not protecting anybody he's just exposing ludicrous like, right and then you know, like, next
2: thing now you subjected him to the yeah the now he got to
0: answer four. for
1: some
2: shit you yeah. said if you want right. to
0: impress me hide the name of the victim like I'm not gonna say who the victim was but it was Joe Blow uh head of Paramount that asked us to suck dick but no you're not doing that you're you're protecting the powerful right and just uh, it's just like, the so-called victim
2: it's just like the modern it's almost like a modern day witch hunt right because in, in a lot of ways by them not naming the alleged abuser it, it in a way it helps <laughs> them to number one put aside any type of accountability because now if you put a name to the crime then an investigation theoretically yep. has to happen facts are going to come out and you know the story may or may not check out facts may or may not be on your side right but the witch hunt aspect comes from them being able to use this opportunity to throw other people who they have a beef with under yep. the bus you know what I'm yep, saying? That's so exactly me, what it's about. They could throw Ludacris under the bus because, you know, Ludacris didn't let me own his verse back when uh, Get Out The Way was popping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You could just, at any given time, you could just throw something out there as a way to get at somebody. Not saying that that's what happens, but what other reason would you have to say Ludacris right. did something, but then you won't name the person who did it to the guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you know
0: what's that? funny with the Ludacris thing? He came out with a response and it's kind of tough because if you don't respond, you look kind of guilty but his response was kind of a take the high road rap it wasn't the best rap in the world it was like whatever he's not doing this day in day out anymore he's not hungry but it was a competent rap or whatever and i listened to it and i was like oh well that was a waste of time but i mean i already wasted three hours watching the cat thing What's four more minutes like whatever and the guy wasted three three hours or four minutes instead of three hours at this point who the fuck cares it was it was was whatever you know but look at the replies and there were all these people like yeah but not a single thing cat said was debunked or no receipts i'm like how do you have receipts for your booty hole not getting violated like yeah, how do you like, how do is you, he I'm supposed not, to open his asshole or yeah, something yeah <laughs> how, how do you prove a negative like that like like is this the kind of thing i go to a doctor and it can it check and goes yeah this is a virgin asshole never been never been touched we have we have new radioactive imaging technology oh, that can I like could go back 20 years, you know, like, like, what do you want him to say? Like, what we seeking? he positive reviews to prove that, you know, he's never going to cast the couch. It's most ridiculous. Like, like the fact that people are on the replies saying like, you know, cat, gotcha and i'm like that's the up, beauty
2: of the accusation yeah, you can't like, prove it or disprove I, I, it there's I'm nothing like, up, right
0: yeah i'm like first off when do y'all even hate ludicrous so much like all they of a sudden now they
1: hate you ludicrous yeah, now it, ludicrous it, it, ain't
0: shit if they asked them six months ago these people would have been perfectly fine with ludicrous and it's like they're just pretending now because it's a cool thing to do you know it's like um you ever like watch a sport you've never watched before and you kind of want to be part of the fun like you know like, like, like sometimes i'll be someplace watching soccer i don't know much about soccer but i want to be part of the fun so i just pick a team. I'm like, okay, let me just pick Liverpool and I'm going to root for them. But I'm not actually as invested as the people who are like lifelong Liverpool fans. I just kind of want to feel some of the uh, fun. I feel like these people count kind of like that. Like, okay, there's a, there's a fight going on. Let me just pick a side so I can just you know have someone to well, shut up.
2: You know, I think a little bit of it is that um, <clears throat> Ludacris is seen as a corporate nigga now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas back then, when he was c- up and coming, he was looked at as you know one of the people. But he's along with the with others like Method Man. Um, what's homie name from the Wu Tang Clan? I cannot think of his name. RZA. Right RZA. Yeah, there you go. RZA. Method Man. A couple of other de- Ice T. They look. They look- Ice Cube the same tea. way they. I've seen
1: people yeah, actually get right. mad at Ice Cube for making children's movies. I'm like, what the fuck was he supposed to do?
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they were getting on Ice T yesterday. Those comments that you said, T, I saw that yesterday on Ice Cube when he came out and oh yeah, made his little statement. They said but, the same but, thing. But, but, no, I, always,
0: after his head was yeah was Yeah, exactly. Like like, how can you debunk it? How like you know what do you want him to do? And the thing like he. Was speaking true to power, like finding child molesters or going to get no, Jeffrey Epstein. Like the way they're rooting for it, like you know, like he's taking down something important. Like this is just personal beefs, like, personal it's,
1: beefs. Yeah, with other people that are more successful. Yeah. And this is yeah. a, exactly this is p- his personal beefs, mad at other people that got shots at something that he didn't get shot at, and his whole thing is, well, I can't explain why I didn't get a shot, so they must be gay. And, and you, like, might, it? Oh, you oh, say, oh, but this is the thing, T. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what if they were? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Are, okay, now
0: what? Yeah, you that's know, a, it, it, that's a great point. Like, what if they were gay? Like, so what? You know, so be it. Uh, something that Mario said about how uh, ludicrous seems a corporate guy now, and they're even coming at Q, but the thing that's funny is they'll always go for whoever is the underdog, seemingly in a situation, because when Q is going against the NBA, suddenly they're like, go Q, you know, fuck right. the NBA, you know, but, <laughs> so it's like, moment to moment, because look at someone like Cat Williams, it's like, compared to some of the people he's talking about, maybe his career didn't get as big, but he's still getting a Netflix special in May. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's still corporate himself, you know, just because he's, yeah. not, it's kind of like when um I used to hate arguing with Boston Red Sox fans because they would call the Yankees the evil empire and whatever. I'm like, you guys had the second biggest payroll in, in Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, you guys are yeah. like scrappy underdogs. Like, why are you guys pretending like you're just this yeah, put You're not the Mets. Yeah, yeah you're not the exactly. Yeah, I know you're not the Mets, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like calm, calm down. You guys are the second biggest. You're not the Cincinnati Reds,
1: bro. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: we, uh, we know. Or it's like you know, like when DC fans get at Marvel fans, and it's like you're owned by Warner by by Time Warner. <laughs> like it's not, it's the same thing. You're both one is owned by Disney, one is owned by Warner Brothers. It's not really an underdog here either. It's just yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like I don't think people are like real underdog. Like if they had to deal with the real underdog, they'll clown them as much as anyone else. It's like the Rocky movies. People only like the Rocky movies cuz you know he's gonna win at the end. Like the right. one where he actually stayed poor at the end, that's the one everyone hates. Like nobody oh, watches that one. <laughs> yeah, that way He's actually gonna stay a, po- a real underdog, a poor nigga. Like, oh fuck him. This is a piece of shit. Like, suddenly they're shitting on they're shitting on rock like, people, like- people like to
1: pick and choose. They love corporate motherfuckers if as yeah. long as they like them. They love Rihanna, yeah. they love Beyonce, they love a they fake love-
0: underdog. To, oh, yeah. You know, oh like, yeah. Uh, something that doesn't actually require me actually siding with the loser, just uh it's a slightly less winner. Yeah.
1: yeah, They're all they pick and choose. And, and what happened is that video with Shannon Sharp and Cat Wins went viral, it had 10 million views in 24 hours. So the simple fact that it went viral and he was saying a lot of salacious stuff that they like to hear because we know this is what they like to hear the, the, the fucking video was three hours long but everybody oh, yeah. kept re- recording and tweeting the same video you yeah. know the same part of the video so majority of people didn't watch the whole video then they damn sell the, you know the, the,
0: the, the saddest part is to be in the, in the aim of being thorough you know uh in the aim of being fair even though Everyone kept saying, uh, all you need is a 30-minute summary. I was like, no, in, just in case there's more context in there, just in case there's some you know, balance that people are not talking about. <laughs> I want to watch a whole three hours. <laughs> Man, they were all right. That they were thing, right. <laughs> That three hour version added nothing. I could have just gone by the clips on Twitter and the salacious parts, and that was basically like everything that wasn't a three in the in the salacious thirty minutes of clips was basically I'm the best. Uh, I'm the best that ever did it. These people are all jealous. Um, I'm they're so gay. generous. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're gay. I never wore a dress. You've been talking about forever. That Brandon T. Jackson guy who was in Big Mama's house two or three or whatever. Yeah. I don't know why he's so obsessed with that guy. Like that guy's not even popular. It anymore, he never fully got put on, and he keeps bringing up for like decades. Like NNT Jackson put on a dress in Big Mama's house too like this poor dude can't escape the, that that fucking thing has seems to have broken that Brandon T. Jackson guy's brain. Do you, you guys ever see him? He still goes around to anyone who listens, convinced that the dress ruined his uh his career? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, leave this guy alone. Who who
1: cares? So he dude, wants Kat, I I posted a, I posted a video in our group chat, it was from nine years ago and Cat Williams was saying the same shit. Yeah
0: yeah I mean, nine years your career
1: same is still material. At that same material. You mean to tell me that your career is still stuck talking about the same thing you said nine years ago. Do you guys really realize nine years ago, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I really don't remember. But that's a long time to be still stuck on the same thing. And like I said, we were all talking last night. uh, Maybe it's just that you ain't no good no more. We're going to find out because you got a Netflix special coming out. But it's looking like you ain't no... I think what Cat is about to find out is these same people that's on his bandwagon by the time that Netflix special comes out, they're going to be moved on to something else.
0: Yeah. Unless he comes out with some new people to call gay, maybe.
2: <laughs> you know He's if, gonna if, if, he same, if, if he does
0: all the same names then maybe they might get tired of it but if he says uh bust out five more yeah. you know then maybe if he, if he picks the right one like if he says Denzel maybe that'd be too much right? yeah, no, no. yeah
1: yeah yeah oh no yeah, i still like Denzel yeah. chill, it's chill, somebody chill. that every every black person universally loves like Denzel
0: yeah 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 that might be uh too far I want to play this thing by Mario though which I, I really mm-hmm. love and which I feel like is gonna inform the background of a lot of what we're gonna talk about
2: hey who's that rapper that said uh, recently or barely recently he said something about the internet needs to be taken away for like three years for motherfuckers to get their mind right do you guys remember hearing about that I think we should do a show about that man like how motherfuckers need to log off I know we've done it before years ago but we maybe we need to revisit that topic because the pedantic arguing is, is up now bro like it's even more of that shit going on nowadays Seems like it's not um, dying down it's getting worse. Like niggas are finding more and more shit to argue about online. You know what I'm saying? Just He's telling me about q and to having that whole debate kind of reminded me of that shit.
0: Yeah, uh, that's about the, um, what do you call it? That's about the whole thing with the DoorDash thing and Mm -hmm. people were arguing about uh, and I think it ties into this. People were arguing about whether uh, a DoorDash person should um, get out the car and walk it to your door or whether uh, (laughs) you should go you should go meet them halfway and I still can't even believe that was (laughs) yeah yeah it was
1: a real conversation
0: apparently it became the conversation of the day on on Twitter I was told by multiple people that that's all anybody talked about for like every day is like a slow a slow news day almost it's 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 crazy and so if something like that can take the internet's uh attention for a whole day then something three hours of this type of fuckery I mean this thing was like this cat Williams thing was grown in a lab to thrive on the internet. It had everything that time wasted Negroes talk about uh, colorism. The only thing missing in it was like, um, uh, how much to spend on a date, like, yeah, like he, he, he like, 200 dates, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let me tell you, Steve Harvey, when we were coming up, he spent 500 dollars on a date every uh, if you said that, oh, forget about it. Oh, that would have <laughs> added like an extra five days to the uh, lifespan of this thing, but yeah, he had colorism, he had uh, being in the closet, cat. Casting couch um, mm-hmm. you know being being ugly you know calling Jonathan Major's ugly that's another, thing. that's another thing that's kind of weird too like where did that come from like you know it's like uh, uh, people being chosen that's one of these he talks about that people don't really talk about enough is that this person is too ugly to be a leading man and it proves that uh, it's because they're a coon or they're a, they're a plant industry plants uh, um, this person's not generous this person steals this person does this this person does that it's uh so yeah, it had everything that people uh needed to go viral. I mean, this this thing was bred to go to go viral. This interview. yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't know what the hell Jonathan Majors is a leading man in. I don't know.
2: He's I really mean, kind of
0: like... yeah. Good question. I mean, there was Lovecraft Country. I mean, he was he was getting pushed a lot. Like he was a plant, but I found out like he weird... was
2: almost right there at the brink. Yeah, I say that, you know. But it was, uh, it was also I kind
0: don't... of it was kind of weird that he was saying uh calling him ugly. Like he's got a big broad nose. And... And you know this big jaw. Since when did they uh, white people start liking black people that look like that? I'm like, you, you weirdly sounding like kind of <laughs> anti-black. It's like a really weird. <laughs> <laughs> like he he, look, he looks too black to be attractive so that proves he's a plant like you know I mean the guy is yeah. big and buff like I can see a lot of women genuinely liking him like him
2: yeah, when he did that uh when he wore that outfit uh, what's that him that had on the uh that was on the cover of some magazine dressed like uh Don Flamingo
0: yeah yeah
2: exactly yeah a lot of women was digging that so yeah you know,
0: yeah like, yeah, like, like that weird. was
2: that was that was weird like yeah he's, I, I I don't I mean weird. it's a three hour interview so it seemed he probably was just thinking about shit to say yeah after, you know Calling what I mean?
0: Kim in a whore i'm like is this like, 2007
2: <laughs> i mean if he <laughs> you gotta remember man if 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 cat williams is a drug addict you know like a lot of people claim he is and them drug addicts man they in his mind it probably is 2007 <coughs> you know what i'm saying? <laughs> like, oh yeah oh yeah time for them gets real compressed bro like they yeah. like prison something about yeah it's something about that mind that when you're when you Spend a lot of your time high and stuff like that. You lose a track of time, man. You know from what I understand. So yeah, Cat to Williams him, it he, probably is that.
1: That dude has so much to say about everybody else, and it was funny because he started talking about how everybody's wife look alike. And I was like, man, let me go look and see who Cat Williams been dating. Man, right. that it was one chick that came up. Some chick with a horrible BBL.
0: Hazel. Her name Ooh. is Hazel E. And some she, reality TV chick. Yeah, she was on an early season of Loving Hip Hop, and she's and, one. To look like those same women, you yes. can tell by all the aesthetics
1: that she wants to look. So, Cab Wims really has just spent three hours hating on people. You know the but, crazy but, thing but, is, but
0: that's just that she is not only what he accused those other guys of having; she's beyond it. She's more she's like beyond Finn. it. Yeah, she's got a bigger head. She's got a more fake face. So he's talking about, oh, they all get the same type of big face, ugly woman. I'm like, God, this woman looks as a bigger face. And I mean, that's a be, horrible not to be, BBL, just a reckless yeah, horrible BBL. BBL. And not to be mean, I'm calling her ugly, not even because I think she's naturally ugly, but she did so much surgery to her face. She oh, kind of yeah. made herself ugly. I saw her before and I thought she was a fine looking woman but she surgeryed her face into looking like uh, almost a cat woman that, 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 uh, <laughs> that Jocelyn w- 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 Wildenstein. I'm like, how yeah. do you talk about ludicrous wife being being ugly? Amy Murphy's how's, wife how's the all these different face? people yeah. yeah yeah like like stop it you just need you yeah, know I need it. It, it doesn't make any
1: sense and it, I think it's just it's sometimes man um, a lot of people have success and they're not used to not having it anymore and they have a hard time understanding why you know what I'm saying why ain't I popping no more I mean we see rappers go through this all the time you know what I'm saying why ain't I popping anymore you know and then the first thing they do especially rappers they hate on the new the new artist you know what I'm saying you'll see people in comment sections all the time it'll be a, a song that's out or whatever and they'll be like man, I don't like this shit. This shit is whack. And someone else will be like, oh, man, I don't think it's that bad. Oh, you must like Lil Wayne. I'm like, wait a minute. What's Lil <laughs> Wayne got to do with this?
0: yo man. I, you know what's crazy? It was acting like they're so mad at joke thieves. But I've seen comedy you guys like. That's the most repetitive shit I've ever seen.
1: Fucking Drewski, Desi Banks, it's fucking Country imp- Wayne.
0: Yeah, like it's all variations shit. Yeah. of the same. Like, I don't think you guys care about the integrity of comedy Mm-mm. that much. I'm Mm-mm. sorry. I am not buying it. You guys like variations of the same viral tweet, the same viral skit, the same uh things over and over. You guys are not the most discriminating consumers of uh comedy. Like, like stop it. You just want an argument to jump into. That's that's all that, that's all
1: it is. You wanna you wanna take something and create your own narrative. Once you create the narrative, you wanna go viral off someone else's work. Like I just sent something in the group chat, it was one of Drewski's new videos. And if you look in the thread, it's people recording certain parts of the video so they can use it for something else you know what i'm saying it's like bro y'all need to get off that shit because at the end of the day you guys don't watch any of these comedy specials anyway yeah you don't watch them you know what i mean you're, you're pretty much waiting for like the dave Chappelle one that just came out right i haven't got a chance to watch the whole thing i watched half of it it's pretty funny but i noticed that everybody online had something negative negative and i can tell they hadn't seen it
0: yeah but I will, I will warn you, the second half of it, it kind, kind of runs out of steam. Like, like yeah, I was, and that's I was normally, that's Dave the first, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah I, was the first, I was a fan of the first half. By the second half, he's just kind of phoning it in. But I do agree with you, those people didn't watch. They didn't like, watch because, any of cause, it. Because even the critiques of it are about something you said in the first five minutes about disabled people. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and then I was talking about the part that I thought was uh bad, which is that um, he just wasn't making sense by the end, like he was kind of all over the place, like he he didn't have enough material for a special, you know. Well, well, that's the thing about Dave Chappelle, he had me in the first half to to use the (laughs) term.
1: I don't know if you've ever seen Dave Chappelle live, I've seen him live one time. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker was on stage for three hours,
0: yeah, so by the time,
1: oh, yeah, by the time it was a done deal, he was just up there just talking, you know what I'm saying? He was smoking a cigarette, it took a Shirt off, he was just babbling, you know, talking to people in the crowd, like call and response type shit. Like he wasn't telling jokes anymore, which I get it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's Dave Chappelle, he's doing the yeah. whole.
0: Yeah. See, see, but no, even that, that's still crowd work. In this yeah. special, he just doesn't really have like he start, he start, he's almost like self parody. Like I think part of the problem is right. So many people legitimately bash him in bad faith that I think maybe he's not able to actually receive constructive criticism anymore. anymore so right? his, the criticism he gets is bullshit. Yeah. So I think there's actually. You don't know what of- to
1: critique anymore because they've critique the wrong shit all the time.
0: Yeah. So I think he probably just, just, just dismisses everything. And I think there's actually some legit things he needs to like fix. Like, for example, like in this thing, you'll see when you get to the second half. Uh, he is too into being this GOAT thing. So a lot of his stuff is like talking about how great he is and the victory lap, kind of like not as bad as cat Williams, but it's right. like, it's like, okay, this is not really um funny. You know, and he talks about, Oh yeah, I had a dream and you know, you gotta be, you gotta believe in your dream. I dreamed like 20 years ago, I was going to be here and now I'm the goal. Like even the end credits is him, with famous people. It's always, like, yeah.
1: that's always the end credits of him and Talib quali
0: and him and most death. Yeah. Yeah. And all Añe, people, I'm know. sure is
1: there somewhere. Erica yeah, uh, Badu was there, you know?
0: Uh, yeah. But he, even like more famous people, like, you know, all these famous white people too, all his friends. And it's like, okay, we get it. You made it. But yeah. there's a lot of people who had a dream and worked hard and it didn't work out for them. Like, this is what they call survivorship bias. Absolutely. And I do agree, it's better to work hard than not work hard because at least if you fail, you left it all on the, on the floor. You left it all on the right. table. But he's becoming one of those people that's like anybody who didn't make it just didn't dream hard enough, man. You know, <laughs>
1: that was, well, I mean, he's the, he's the complete opposite of Cat Williams because Cat Williams believes that he got screwed over. Oh, Cat yeah, Williams, yeah. you know what Cat Williams is Cat Williams is the guy that you played high school baseball with and he probably got a shot at like a Triple A system or something but then when you know he just didn't have the talent and when he fizzles out it's because his coach hated him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like it's not it's not because you just weren't good enough, bro. You know what I'm saying? You get to that level everybody's good but you weren't good enough. It's because the coach hated him. You know what I'm saying? Right. The coach hated him and his son was on the team and he was going to let his son <laughs> play over me and it's all that bullshit. You know no, bro, you just- wasn't shit, nigga. You know, I'll even
0: give him a little benefit of the doubt and say that I do believe a lot of less talented people went further than him, but that's the game. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how Mm -hmm. it is. Like, look at us. I think if you know just being insightful and you know whatever made you successful we'd be a much bigger podcast but exactly uh, yeah, people sure. want to hear frivolous stuff better and that's just the game like you people know people want
1: like, to hear gossip people want to hear yeah. salacious hating on people, people you know it's about, my take we live in
0: about chasing yeah, headlines
2: yeah, that's what they want yeah, for sure here's my thing with him right I, I, I'll i come right out I say I do believe that there are secret societies within the Hollywood elite and all that kind stuff yeah. there's secret societies everywhere like there's fraternal orders there's secret societies everything has some type of group within a group right boy they, scout they, shit they, yeah yeah they they all have that right um here's my thing right they invited you in you went to the mansion parties and i ain't even getting into like the whole you know sacrificing to, right to the, yeah, all that. i'm not yeah, even talking about the goat that. they killed the goat don't right right that. i'm not i'm not speaking on that but like you know sex parties and secret sex groups mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff that's what i'm more speaking on he gets Invited to the mansion party, right? So he's in, and then the first thing he does when he goes to the mansion party, he starts telling everybody everything that was going on <laughs> in the mansion yeah. party. Yeah, <laughs> what's the first so, little fight club, Mario? Yeah, no one to don't switch. talk about fight club. Yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you did that, bro. Of course, you're gonna get in. Whoever's a part of that little group, they ain't gonna have one nothing to do with you. That That's that's kind of how it goes in life, man. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's not the most uh it's, it's, it's not the hardest to figure out thing that you don't do dirt with somebody and you go and snitch <laughs> snitch with them <laughs> right, right away. Like people just don't like that, you know? Right. Uh especially if you didn't do the dirt yourself. Like you know that opening scene in um training day when the first thing Denzel does he knows he's dirty he tries to make the white cop do something dirty he's like before i let you into my dirt i want you to get your hands dirty with me so now it's mutually assured uh destruction Destruction. so he just came in there supposedly he did none of the dirt took notes (laughs) and came back and ran go tell that you know and then now he's wondering why you're not inviting me back like like, right right Right, exactly get the fuck out of here you uh once you didn't partake in the dirt alone even if you didn't snitch your days are probably going to be numbered um, mm-hmm. or, or limited. Like Forget the snitching part. Just not taking the hit of the blunt like um, when Denzel offered it to you, metaphorically speaking, already kind of... Because people are looking at you and they're looking and they're seeing are you going to you know, partake or not? And he went... Or maybe it's part of the reason. Maybe he wasn't willing to partake and he's like, well, I'm screwed anyway. So let me just start snitching and get some right. extra mileage out of it or something. I don't know. But either right. way, like you, like you said, uh, which, which, which I, I think is your point, that you can't be surprised.
2: Right. Exactly. No, exactly. ain't no exactly. way he can be surprised. Basically, once you get that invitation, it seems like the way it works is basically once you get that invitation, even turning it down, it's like all right, yeah all your other stuff is gonna come far and few between. It may not be a catastrophic collapse, but they like uh, this just the very fact that we even revealed this much to you to invite you to something. Nah, we good. You know what I'm saying? So you almost hope you don't get invited to that type of thing, yeah you know no, what yeah saying? exactly. Like you, you almost hope that uh, they just let you get your career moving and, and kind of. Leave you alone. Bro, these, these
1: these groups, uh, and T, you might know this too, um, and Mario, you might know this. Like fraternities, they don't just seek out anybody.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I'm saying? They go. I've been to those parties before. I've been courted to be an alpha and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So they don't just yeah. go for anybody. There's something they like about you. There's some. So I don't know if Cat got invited to
2: the parties. I don't know if he said he did. He claims he did, but he, he said he was at the mansion party. That was right. one of part of his The Pimp Chronicles or whatever right. that. So that he, he says he was. Yeah. There,
1: so what was it about you, cat
2: that
0: they liked, bro? Mm. Ooh, like, bro? Mm. Mm. Why'd you go? Why'd I you mean go? honestly, I can see it because the way he looks with that long silky hair and light skin plans and, for your uh, ass. and the pimp <laughs> and the pimp stuff, you know. They probably thought, Oh, this guy's gonna really like this, and they misjudged, you know. Sometimes it happens, sometimes you <laughs> you think someone looks a certain way, and then they and then they say, oh, Okay, fuck, we can't invite this dude over. <laughs> and yeah, and then mess. there's
2: some people that seem to get away with it. 50 cent got away. Way with it for years, shunning yeah. them like that, you know what I'm saying? And putting people business out there and, and he seems to keep falling up. So, you but, know, but, some but, people but, but you know
0: what he does. He puts out other black folks' uh business, but he doesn't really like I can't really think of any white people that like, cause because one thing about Cat williams he implicates like you know, white people by uh but by, by, by implication, you know, what I'm saying like, uh, mm-hmm. Fifty will just bully other rappers mostly, you know, and talk about Fat Joe and Ja Rule. He's not trying to get into mm-hmm. the Illuminati level and stuff. I feel, I know, I feel like Fifty chooses, um, I was, I don't want to say soft targets, but he chooses like, uh, people on his level, like, like, like rappers, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, y- yeah. Whereas, uh, uh, I feel like Catwoman is just trying to go for like superstar He's trying to go for like Steve Harvey, um, you know, people, people who are like geeky. Like like he says, he he goes goes against against the the gatekeepers. And it's like so he's kind of iced out of that whole fraternity of uh, black comics who are making money. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And also, I think there's also a difference between somebody who who, you know, they got their love organically from the mud. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. The audience that he came to Hollywood with and came to the entertainment industry with was organic. Fifty yeah. already had a large following prior to becoming famous and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to like dismantle people like that. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. But
0: yeah, for sure. sure. He doesn't
2: have to go through uh, a certain process and all that kind of stuff. He already arrived with the with the bag, so to speak, you know. So yeah, yeah, I he, would add, he has I would add to fall this back too. on.
0: Yeah. I, but I would add this too, As somebody that was a 50 Cent fan of his actual music, uh, the first couple of albums. I, I stopped by the third one because he, it was clear he wasn't trying anymore. Like get rich and yeah. die trying was his actual mm-hmm. really trying album, but he'll make fun of, uh, John Rule and all those other people but on the second album now that he's big uh, what's he he's doing? Singing. He's, he's singing but but who does he right. have on the album? Uh, He has Justin Timberlake Uh, mm. uh thick I'm like okay so John Rule is too soft fuck with but you're bringing on freaking ex NSYNC guy Justin Timberlake so it's like he that, that, that's a much more different than Cat Williams like Cat Williams won't kiss Cedric Entertainer's ass but he also won't diss Cedric Entertainer but then go run up after Pete Davis or, or the white guy above him you know what I mean? like right. yeah. he Burns Bridge just all the way up the chain where I feel like 50 Burns Bridges up to a point but then beyond a certain point he's hanging out with Christian Bale he's doing well, stuff
1: 50, like, 50, 50 only Burns Bridges with people that he knows that can do nothing to
0: him yeah people who can actually not like, by accident hurt, yeah hurt his career or above him uh, he is courting them like that, that's one of the yeah. reasons why I stopped liking his albums because I'm like um, how do, am I supporting you because you because back that's back when I was into like oh hippity hip hop and everything I was really into like uh, it had to be real like I've, I've let a lot of that go but i I'm like you sucked me in because I was sick of Ja Rule's watering down the game. So how did you bring me in and now and now you're tricking me into listening to Justin Timberlake do hooks? Because here. he like, knew
1: because Fifty Cent knew what Ja Rule was doing with sell. Yeah, but there can only be one king. Yeah, exactly. So it's, let it's, me get him out the way so I can do it.
2: <laughs> well, I, I gotta say that was the most thorough destruction of oh his it, career was. Was a like, I, it was absolutely absolutely it
0: was. <laughs> it was. I felt <laughs> like that cartoon donkey. You know when he realizes he's been had. You know. And and, and the donkey face comes on the screen <laughs> yeah I bought the <laughs> second album and I'm hearing all these people on the album and he has the candy shop and I like and I put the honey on the th- 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 <laughs> I was like what the <laughs> fuck you got me listening to <laughs> you fucking trick me <laughs> this candy shop bullshit. Like, they really did trick you. Yeah. Yeah. I got to to Justin Timberlake yeah. do hooks. And it's like, I'm going to listen to Ja Rule. Like, right. Right. But
2: right. Exactly. I mean, they made bangers, though. Murdering. I wasn't a fan, but. Yeah, you know, they did. I, I'm not going to sit here and act like they didn't make. Uh, the first they, Ja, ja Rule album is a classic, Well, that first Ja Rule album
0: is hard. That's that's what's kind of funny because really? it's gotten so bad that I look back at it nostalgically. I'm like, this wasn't so bad. I mean, no. it, it was definitely better than a lot of the. Sing songy stuff 50 was doing on the later albums, Like it was
2: look, man. I know, um, get rich or die trying in the first G unit album, that was, them was hard. Oh, yeah, the G unit yeah. album was hard. Yeah. When, when, yeah. He, when he came the G-Unit back album. with the G unit, that was hard. very good.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like that album too. I agree. Yeah,
2: to this day, that's still one of my favorite albums yes. from that era, man. I still play that a lot, man. It's like really almost no skip. I'm not gonna say no skips, but damn, it's like almost no first- skips. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I think you're right. You say almost no skips. Yeah, especially the first half of that album. That's yeah. the first, the first half of that album. Extremely strong, bro. Like the
0: yeah. hooks, the lyrics, like you know, I'm so hood. Yeah. All, all that. that. Um, yeah, r- the was it, intro song is oh yeah. Man, the intro song is hard, man. That that go hard. Boy, yeah, where like, we go. yeah. Oh, man. But but even that one was like a return to form because like, you know, he was kind of slipping on the albums a little bit. And that G unit was like, Oh man, that's pretty good. But then I think the second G unit, I listened to song of and even that was, I don't know. Oh, like.
2: Sometimes you put so much into, you know, and this is what I always said was going to be the issue with Eminem. I said that before he even fell off. I said he put so much into those first few albums. That he's not going to have nothing else left to discuss once, yeah, once he yeah, starts yeah. to come down from his peak. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What else is he going to say? He said everything. You he said I mean? it all. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: It Probably didn't help that I his actual that. technical <clears throat> rapping got worse, too, because he just started screaming. <laughs> he's kind yeah, of. He just, it, he, that's what scream. happens
2: when you run out of ideas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he ran out of shock. Value. The shock value was gone. Um. You know, he kind of hit a peak after the Eight Mile movie, and that was it. You know what I mean? Now he's kind of like starting to slowly find. His his second win, I feel like you know a lot of stuff that he's doing now um, is him kind of like he, he gave he, he gave people too much
1: he gave two he gave people too much of a chance to discredit him because he ran out of material
2: yeah yeah for sure
1: so now mm-hmm. since he's ran out of material people can honestly go back they got time you know how it is these days people got time to go back you yeah, don't even
2: think he really was that good like bro. yeah sorry. yeah that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I, on, I, I will admit I'll be the first to admit a lot of his catalog did not age well bro. it no, didn't no age no well. no no it
1: didn't age well, at all, yeah. but voices were the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, there's another person that they're they're waiting for that to happen to is Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah, waiting yeah. for mm. him to finally have that one album that ain't shit, so then they can go back and be like,
2: mm-hmm. you know, I really didn't think good Kid Mad City was that good anyway. I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it it's kind of the opposite for me. I kind of I kind of think um I didn't like a lot of his stuff at first, and then going back listening to it now, I'm like, okay, I could see what what it was all about, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, whereas back when I first was hearing <clears throat> Kendrick back in what was it? When did he come? Out 2012 2012, yeah 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 yeah. that was his first commercial successful project but um i didn't really i didn't care for good kid mad city all that much i'm not even gonna lie to you when it first dropped i I was not a huge fan of it and then you know looking back 10 years later i could appreciate it a lot more than i did back then you know what i'm saying
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna take a chunk of this to play stuff that uh, you were saying, because I feel like we try to repeat it, it's not gonna capture, but you no, know, basically, like when we're not recording the show, we kind of uh, brainstorm, you know via voice notes and, you know, share impressions on things. And I found a way to just kind of bring it into the podcast. And I feel like these things were said so well the first time. Instead of trying to make bullet notes and trying to recreate the magic, I was just going to play a chunk of um, the observations. This is why I was watching the Cat Williams thing, because people kept asking so much for us to talk about this, that I started watching it and it literally took me about two days because I'd watch like five, 10 minutes. I would get burnt out on the messiness and I'd go watch something else. Then I'd come back to it and it took me two days, and this is us uh, talking about it. But uh, it's gonna start with Kenny. But you're pretty much gonna recognize everyone's voice as you hear it. So I'm just gonna let it play. Oh, and full warning before people complain: uh, there's once or twice where Kenny says the word retard. Uh, you have to get over it. It, it happened. <laughs> I don't want to hear hear about it. I, <laughs> but anyway, uh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, for context, uh, I had been talking to the guys about how I just don't really see anything worthwhile to talk about in this <laughs> Cat Williams thing because I just don't want to keep talking about, is this person gay or not? Is, is this person a joke thief? Uh, is was a gatekeeper? Like, uh, who did he drop dirt on? I didn't even feel like doing all that messy thing. And this is Kenny basically saying, you know, possible positive aspects or ways that we can give the fans what they want, which is to talk about this episode without contributing to the useless gossip problem. So that's the context, just to set this up.
1: This is how I look at it. And this is how I look at it in the ways that, in the ways that we see things. Like we're not gonna see things the same way the trolls see things, right? Which is good. The way we're gonna see it is because we we all are fans of comedy, me, you and Mario. We all know really like niche comedy stuff. We all remember the Uptown Comedy Club, Def Comedy Jam, the the That Niggas Crazy by Richard Pryor and the Eddie Murphy stuff. So we can load up a bunch of clips to talk about comedy. We don't have to <clears throat> we don't have to get into the gossip. <coughs> now we can load up the, the clip. Because people have already done the work for us. We can load up the clips of showing Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer and Joe. you know what I'm saying? But we don't have to just make it all about gossip. Because this gives us, a, gives us a chance to really go through a lot of, like, Black comedy, history, you know what I'm saying? Bringing up some comedians that a lot of people, you know, it's almost like how we do white canon <laughs> movies that Black people never seen that <laughs> white people know about. Well, this is when we can bring up Black comedians that white people don't know about. You know what I'm saying? White people know, they love George Carlin because they know George Carlin is one of the GOATs. You know what I'm saying? So whenever you say, "Oh, Richard Pryor," the first name white folks gonna bring up is George Carlin, which is fine because George Carlin's funnier than a motherfucker. So I'm not denying that, but there's other comedians like a Robin Harris. You know what I'm saying? That they don't know about Jay Anthony Brown, uh, Donald D.C. Curry. Like, there's a lot of comedians that white people don't know about, and we can elaborate on the fact that when you really you know, comedy is a lot like hip hop. Yeah, we all know who Drake is. We all know who Kendrick is. We all know who these people are because they're big time rappers. But when you you really want a MC, then you talk about cast You know what I'm saying? People like that. Planet Asia. So it's the same thing with comedy. Everybody know who Chris Tucker is because he did Friday and Rush Hour and all that. But do they know who on Love is? They might remember on Love as Big Worm, but they don't know on Love from his stand-up. You know what I'm saying? So th- I think this a, there's a way that we could do it and not be long-winded, get it over with, because I want to do Mario's topic too. So I guess that gives us enough content for the next, I don't fucking know, a week? Two weeks? That gives us a lot of content and it's a hot topic. So what what better time to get it cracking than tomorrow while it's still hot? And like I said, that YouTube video, there's two videos. This is how crazy it is. There's two videos. There's a 32-minute clip on YouTube from the Shannon Sharp channel. That one's got like 5 million views. And then the actual whole video has got like 10 million views right now. Like, it's crazy. Shannon Sharp is the hottest nigga on the internet right now. Ain't nobody fucking with Shannon Sharp. I don't know anybody else getting millions of views like that i can't think of anybody so that means he's crossed over from just black people now he's middle america now he's
0: middle america uh you know what's crazy about that too there's actually three videos now because there's a 35 minute clip video which i made the mistake of not watching uh and then there's a three hour video that the 35 minute clip video is from which i did watch and most of it was unnecessary but he did another video with um Ocho Cinco where Yeah, the nightcap
1: or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Where they just basically talk about the three hour video. And yeah, I didn't even look <laughs> at now one minute of that. None of it. I'm like, sure it's got a million views by now. Probably because uh somebody sent it to me saying, Hey, this has forty one thousand people live. Like there yes. was forty one thousand people watching it live. And I yes. was like, Listen, I'm burnt out. That three hours, I'm never gonna get that back. I'm not gonna watch a reaction to a reaction to right. a reaction, like like right. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. But, but yeah, he, he, got probably when it's all said and done over between those three videos. It's got to be over 30 million clicks by now.
1: I mean, he's about to be the next Michael Strahan, bro. Like, he's going to be bigger. People are going to know him more from what he has done outside of playing football. And he's a fucking Hall of Famer. I know. And and, and the same thing, because that's what's happened with Michael Strahan. There's people that don't even know Michael Strahan is an NFL Hall of Famer.
0: I saw a video on YouTube saying uh, how great Shannon Sharp is. And, And the video opened with, you might be surprised to Know this, but Shannon Sharp is a great football player too. Like, oh my yes. god, we reached that point where you have to open a video. He didn't really at that point. <laughs> yeah. he didn't tired that long ago. You know, no, in fact, in fact, let me see if I could actually play a clip of it because that's. It's in my recent history. I, I think you here this this intro, but I remember I saw the intro. Oh my god, I just opened YouTube, and of course, everything was uh <laughs> was uh this, of course. And, and you know what's funny about it? Um, I watched a bunch of stuff yesterday, not just this um clip, but the algorithm is only showing me uh cat wounds related stuff, like everything that I watched every uh,
1: reaction or some old interview he did 15 years ago where he said the same shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. People drag people are making videos, dragging Drag. That that out, just the way it opened up. Are you wrong? Unlike his talk <laughs> show, you for all yeah, you youngsters here. who think Shannon Sharp is just a media personality, no oh boy. Are That's you AI. Wrong? I think it's a real guy, but he talks like AI. Maybe it is AI, but it's just funny to hear it open like that. All you youngsters would think he's this. And then there's a bunch of people in the comments, like, you know, talking about, hey, my dad told me he was great. Uh, I can't believe this is great to learn. And the comments are just so full of people, you know, rediscovering that, oh, this guy <laughs> <laughs> is actually good at football, <laughs> like he's become it's insane. Man, uh, somebody put this video was so well produced. I knew Unk was a beast back in the day, but this really video really, really put it into perspective. Unk is the goat, and it's like, Shoot. wow. Is this- crazy that uh he really is better known now for um it would be, like, it would be like if if uh you know like charles Bark. i don't know why like charles Barkley has been uh doing commentating for a long time but oh, 20 years, like, yeah. yeah but i feel like even him his basketball career has not been erased no to the no. degree that uh, shannon Sharp is it's very weird to me how, well charles Barkley is known
1: for talking about basketball yeah so that he helps does, yeah what he does like michael strahan is probably going to be even more than uh shannon sharp because he's on net. Network Middle
0: America TV, and he doesn't even talk about sports at least at Shannon Sharp could incidentally uh, insert himself back into the conversation, but yeah, right. Michael Strahan they might not even know he was at least at least Shannon Sharp didn't know he was a football player. They might just forget how good he was or not know. A lot of people might not even know anymore. Strahan even was a, ever a football player. Yeah, yeah, but uh, let, let me play a little more. About what we're talking about. So, um, I watched the first ten minutes of it, and um, I'm going to tell you what I think my problem is. The past couple of the past couple of uh, months when I quit Twitter without meaning to I gradually fell into the YouTube drama rabbit hole watching a bunch of Pearl takedown videos and Jason Black taking down Pearl for racism Just Tree taking down Fresh and Fit it's all fun and everything you know Ab and Priest taking down someone else and I think I got tapped out on it and it was putting me in a really toxic face where I realized I was wasting a lot of time and everything and I recently took a break I stopped cold turkey about a couple weeks ago I just said I gotta stop watching this crap it's become like the new Twitter for me like like I've just replaced one toxic thing with another maybe closer to three three weeks ago and I'm trying to watch this and this is like all those things times a thousand like he just came out the gate just being so catty and it felt really draining and I just looked and only nine minutes passed <laughs> and I'm already drained by the negativity like and there's two hours and 46 minutes left and I'm thinking it's just really gonna be be almost three hours of him just settling scores and shitting on people and and bad-mouthing people because i'm just like i don't know if i want that energy and i'm seeing videos based on videos like i saw shannon sharp and um and ocho and i'm sorry but these grown people calling shannon shannon shark on just bothers me i I hate all that shit where they call um umar papa or they call kevin samuel's godfather It's weird These people make these people into uh elders and father figures but anyway um shannon sharp and uh Ocho Cinco apparently talking about. The video they made a video about the video and that one apparently has forty-one thousand live views i think it might be going on now i refuse to watch it i don't think i can make it through this one but i'm going to keep trying because if people really want to see it i'll give it a shot but if nothing interesting comes out of this except for gossip my vote is to not even talk about it i even sounded it was just, it was just too, too <laughs> much. It was like like, midnight. <laughs> yeah it was like at midnight it was like i just couldn't couldn't didn't take it uh, I, did this I mean as this as is well.
1: what we this is what we do in the middle of the night is come up with content and come up with yeah. ideas. Um I was shocked when um you told us that people wanted us to talk about. It. I was like really like
0: uh, uh Aaron Aaron the producer uh even wanted to see it. and I was surprised I was like how is this even on your radar like you know, right. it was, you know and I don't think he realizes the extent to which we've been exposed to uh, to this I, I my assumption is that it's uh, kind of new to him and, and I get it because when the Wanda Smith one came out like we were all laughing maybe he said her gnarled fingers and he was right. just going in <laughs> that was comedic because he was being catty but he was doing it while showcasing his skill and I was, was like right, yeah right. and I was like this is really good like I'm not like a total hater like, like, I don't need everything to be serious, you know. But that's to be a redeeming quality to it, and that was like actually, you know, really funny. It was it was catty, but it brought enough funniness and talent that I enjoyed it because snapping on people is part of comedy. You know absolutely, what I mean? It, absolutely, absolutely. I don't want to hear the same snap over and over again, the same target. And after a while, you're not even making jokes anymore. You're just because the Shannon Sharp thing to me, it was like he wasn't really making joke. He was just uh, he was just talking shit. Yeah. Yeah. fashion yeah. yeah whereas before uh wanda smith he was still making the joke you know it was just so it it went a little it went a little further um, well you know yeah. the wanda smith thing her husband
1: ended up pulling a gun on
0: her. yeah
1: <laughs> that was a hilarious thing about it that's
0: so atlanta
1: yeah like, that's how you know it worked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, his husband great. pulled a gun on him. That was very Atlanta. Uh, uh, but hold on, let's let, let's go a little further. I agree. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna speed it a little bit, a little bit up. So for I me, mean, this sounds too fast. Actually, no. Let me just let it. Let me just let it play. Fuck it. People need an attention span. I'm I'm not gonna cater to no attention span. So I'll let it play.
1: Now, this is what I will say about the Shannon Sharp video with Cat Williams. You really don't have to watch the video to know what Cat says, bro. You're so. We right. already know what Cat is gonna say. He's been saying the same thing over and over know who Cat has become? Cat has become Little Richard. You remember Little Richard? Every time Little Richard would go on a show, he didn't have shit to talk about. he just talk about the same thing over and over again about how everybody want to be like him. Ain't nobody gave him nothing. Shut up. And all that type of stuff. That's Cat Williams. He's not saying anything different. The only reason why this video has become viral is because with Shannon Sharp. I've heard Cat Williams say this on local Atlanta radio stations. I've heard Cat Williams say this on Vlad. You know Vlad is pissed off right now because Vlad, which he got this interview and got these this view, these views. I don't think Vlad has one interview that's a million views. Um. So Kat's not saying nothing that we never seen. The reason why it went it went viral is because people started re- screen recording the clips and putting them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that made people want to go watch the whole video. And that shot the numbers up to, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna go look in a minute, and see where the numbers are. But I think I guarantee you by the end of this week, that fucking video is gonna have
0: 20 million views. Okay, as I'm watching this, I will say this one thing in defense of. Cat Williams. So I want to be fair. It seems a lot of these people came on Shannon Sharp's show and brought up Cat Williams. So, so far, I'm only 10 minutes in, but a lot of these things are responses where he was brought up first by someone else. So to a certain degree, that I can get, but this shit is three hours. I hope this this isn't three hours of just that. I hope they do the chatty patty stuff and talk about other stuff. Like, I'll excuse him directly responding to stuff that was said on Shannon Sharp's show about him but um, yeah, I just don't want to hear it nonstop.
1: See, no, this is the thing about Cat Williams and the people that went on there saying, you got to remember Cat Williams been talking shit for years. So they did go on Shannon Sharp's show but they went on, They he was talking shit about them on other shows way before. Remember Kevin Hart went on The Breakfast Club four years ago and addressed Cat Williams talking shit about him because Cat Williams was saying that Kevin Hart ain't never brought nobody out and he ain't never put nobody on and all that type of stuff and then Faison was on pierre you remember pierre the comedian he's on pierre's show addressing his look this the whole thing everybody ain't lying about you, bruh michael blackson got a fucking interview talking about his beef with you phase on love got a beef with you
2: um
1: every uh what the fuck is his name um oh my god Aries Spears got beef with you everybody got beef with Cat Williams everybody ain't lying about Cat Williams you know what I'm saying so it's like they might have went on the Shannon Sharp show now and addressed it and he's coming back at them but they had he had already been talking shit about them years ago five, six, seven years ago this motherfucker even said Dave Chappelle aint he tried to go at Dave Chappelle saying Dave Chappelle ain't funny and all this other kind of stuff and it's like bruh and this is when Dave Chappelle was hot red he 38 hot that's how man and Dave was thirty-eight, hot. That's how fire he, he was on fire. This is when he got the first Netflix show, which was back in like twenty sixteen. You know what I'm saying? And then Cat Williams goes on somebody's show talking shit. So then, when everybody addresses Cat and his bullshit, now all of a sudden he's the victim. So this is a it's a long trail, and it starts way back.
0: That was a very fair point. I I, I can't even respond <laughs> to that. You you you're totally right. I mean, it's crazy because um I can remember because
1: the, that that Wanda Smith or whatever her name is that interview what year was that
0: oh that was like five
1: six years ago five six years ago he talked about some of that stuff during that interview this oh, is the yeah. thing man uh, unfortunately cat williams is one of those guys you know how some people um they like you ever watch movies and they they every movie they play the same character you know what i'm saying that's cat williams man all of his stand-ups are pretty much the same and all of his movie roles are pretty much the same when you watch cat williams in a movie he's still the little pimp dude on next friday he's still that same dude and you know that's funny
0: because they were saying the opposite in the in the interview but how he plays someone different each time. I'm like, he's a fucking sure? Yeah,
1: right. He plays the same person every time. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, but it, you know, if, if it's gonna put uh bread and butter on your table, I ain't mad at you. You know what, yeah, what I'm saying? I, but don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come Ferrell out saying the opposite.
0: Same. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, Will Ferrell plays the same guy each time. The, the he, same but, guy, <laughs> but he's good at it. So, so be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and there's some art. Uh, some
1: actors at this point in their career, they get paid to be them. You know what I'm saying? Denzel yeah. gets paid to be Denzel. He's not getting yeah, exactly. paid. Denzel could be in a movie. Santa Claus and it's going to be Denzel.
0: Yeah, like, like what do you think Malcolm X and he goes, his brother's thirsty. That's pure Denzel. That sound that's remote. Denzel. That's <laughs> like remotely like Malcolm X. I mean, he listened to Malcolm X clips. It's like uh, This brother's starving. Yeah, starving. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, then, that's, then, that's Malcolm didn't say th- that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and if he did, it, it didn't sound like that. Like, you know, it's just, that's just, there was no attempt to even put Malcolm's voice. <laughs> it was just, right. It sounded like, it sounded like the same guy from More Better Blues. Like, he's <laughs> Bleak Gilliam. Yeah, he sounded just like Bleak Gilliam.
1: <laughs> I just watched that movie a couple days ago, too. Man, that's one of my favorite movies. That movie ages well. Like I love that movie, man.
0: Uh John Singleton, Spike Lee. I feel like those guys, their message movies, you have a lot more um longevity, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as being known, but their movies about like relationships in real life, like Baby Boy, yeah, um, more better blues are very underrated. There's a
1: there's a scene in most better blues and I know you know you've seen the movie before but people that didn't it's like in the beginning of the movie where he wakes up and um, Spike Lee's sister I forgot her name in the movie she's in the bed with him whatever he's up you know he's a musician so he's got his routine and his dad comes over and his dad certain certain things that people never realize watching that movie um, there's a lot of baseball themes in that movie so his dad comes over they're both wearing Negro League jerseys I don't know if people ever noticed that but he comes over and they're like playing catch and he's only there for like 10-15 minutes you know what I'm saying he's not really there That long, you know what I mean? They're playing catch and they're having father-son conversations about life. The conversation really only lasts 10-15 minutes. His dad hurts his shoulder and he goes home. You know what I mean? But it's that little bit of you get a little bit of a snapshot into his life as bleak. That's probably the only time you really get a chance to see a snapshot into his life of who he is as a person and not the musician. And if you notice, his dad's in that movie a couple other times, his mom's never in the movie again. You know what I mean? But his dad is there because his dad was at the club arguing with Robin Harris. you know what I mean? So there's a little, there's a couple of his, the role that his father played really had a lot to do with who he ended up becoming, but he was still bleak to his dad. He wasn't the musician. So he talked to his dad about, you know, the girls that he's seeing, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, w- you know what are you doing yo, with your life? You know?
0: Yo, it's weird. I relate to younger Spike Lee movies oh, as yeah. a grown man, much better than the movie Spike Lee made when he was my age. That yeah, it was very stuff, weird. Man. Like he got kind of insulated and became kind of like uh, Marthas bourgeois. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he became like an Obama voting black guy and stuff, yeah. and he's, he got very kind of disconnected from like regular people. He's out that. of he's out
1: of touch. Yeah, from black culture. You know, at that time, that I mean, Mo Better Blues came out what 90, 91? So that's on the heels of Do the Right Thing, which came out in 88, 89 School Days came out in like eighty seven. Like he was on a run. He was on
0: yeah, a real but, good run. But not even just black culture, but just regular everyday black game. people. Yeah, you're like yeah. Real life, yeah. 'Cause he was dropping a lot of cold game and she's oh, gotta yeah, have it. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. Then cold oh, yeah. game and she's gotta have it. And then, and then the new she's gotta have it, um, that they made on Netflix to remake it with just regular um Twitter drama. It was it, it was, was just yeah, like, regular yeah. written by Twitter, social justice influencer. ripped rip uh, from the headlines of yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, nonsense. I'm like, you're not even talking about like how did you up, revisit a movie you did young and talking about less than you were back then, talking about black actors versus uh black American actors versus black. British actors. I'm like in the old one, you would have never talked about this. You were talking oh, about no. men, women, and life, not
1: in the first she's gotta have it, you can relate to it because it was real. Yeah. The newer ones, it was because of too many Negroes on social fucking media. That's really yeah, exactly. what it boils down to. If you're gonna and this it's sad, but if you're gonna follow black culture these days, you ain't gonna follow shit outside. Yep. You gotta go to the social media internet to figure out what black people are doing, which is sickening, which also goes into what you said, T. I don't know if you ever said it on the pod, but when you said that we don't we're not there's nothing mysterious about black people anymore
0: all right y'all so that is the end of part one go to again patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks or click the link in the show notes to get part two be good